0: Welcome to the Crypto Altruism Podcast, the podcast dedicated to elevating the stories of those using blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Web3 for good. I'm your host, Drew Simon from CryptoAltruism.org. Now, before we get started, a quick disclaimer. While we may discuss specific projects or cryptocurrencies on this podcast, please do not take any of this as investment advice, and please make sure to do your own research on any potential investment opportunities. So, without further ado, let's get started. Welcome, and thanks for listening in today. Now, before we get started, I want to say a special thank you to our friends at Crowdfunded Cures for their recent contribution through Buy Me a Coffee. It means a lot and really goes a long way in helping us keep this movement going. For today's episode, I'm excited to welcome Noor Shamoon, co-founder of Scopio, an NFT and photography marketplace that's bridging the gap from Web 2 to Web 3. Scopio aims to break down the barriers that prevent equitable access to the creator economy and to become the most diverse creator community on Earth. So let me introduce you to our guest today. Noor Shamoon is a Forbes 30 Under 30 and co-founder and chief of product at Scopio. Her company, Scopio, has sourced over 1 million images from 15,000 photographers in 193 countries. She has worked in design firms in New York and Beirut on a range of products, including websites, web and mobile app design and development. Without further ado, please join me in welcoming Noor. Okay, Noor, thank you so much for joining today on the Crypto Altruism Podcast. It's good to be here, Drew. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to, to have you and to hear about Scopio and the exciting book launch that you have coming out on the 21st of June, which is incredibly exciting. Before we get there, though, I want to learn a little bit about you because I know that, well, like everyone, you didn't start in Web3, of course, because Web3 hasn't existed for that long. So um, I want to learn about your transition to the world of Web3 uh, to start things off and your story of how you got here. So what would you say was your aha moment that got you interested in cryptocurrency and Web3 in the first
1: place? I think for me, I mean, like a lot of people, I was interested in the potential of uh, cryptocurrency as a digital currency. I felt like it had the potential to reach a lot of people, especially in the global South that mm-hmm. were traditionally cut off from traditional finance. And I feel like, um, and I see it firsthand in our business when, um, cause we're a photo platform and when we want to pay people, it's really difficult to reach people um, in countries that uh, don't have PayPal or things like mm-hmm. that. So um, that is one aspect that I found really interesting about Mm -hmm. it um, among other things so i feel like it's an innovative technology that has a lot of potential for the future
0: yeah no i totally agree and that's very similar i think to my kind of aha moment as well so tell me a little bit about yourself your professional background and how you made this transition to web3
1: yeah sure so i'm a a co-founder of Um, scopio it's a photography storytelling platform and Mm -hmm. an nft marketplace recently Uh, We focus mostly on diversity and representation in photography. So um, our mission is to tell the story of every community around the world. Um, So that's kind of the the reason why we started it. I'm personally, I'm Lebanese-Palestinian. I've been living in New York for the past nine years. And my background is in design and technology and a bit of photography. So I was interested, uh, I co-founded Scopio with my partner uh, maybe seven years ago. Uh, because we saw a gap in in representation in photography specifically. Um, there's you know in, in visual storytelling. There's there are a few companies photo platforms that you know the big ones. And th- there's a high barrier to entry with photographers. You have to be professional. You have to be uh, you have to have certain access to equipment. So it, we wanted to make it more democratic and, and lower the barrier to entry and make sure that everyone. With a phone and a story to tell, can have access to a platform to tell that story.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And uh, I was looking at your website earlier, and there was a, a quote that stood out there. You mentioned that Scopio is uh, aims to be the most diverse creator community on Earth, uh, which is amazing. So, tell me about that. What sort of uh, ways are you building this inclusion and diversity in in the photography and the NFT space?
1: Yeah, as as I mentioned, uh, we really want to. Truly, truly democratize photography and make sure mm-hmm. that we're reaching as many people as we can. We currently have 14,000 photographers globally, wow. and about a million photos. Obviously, we're aiming for millions. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we we want to we want to make sure that NFTs. We're using NFTs as a vehicle. To be able to give people more access to making money off of their photos. So, yeah, the storytelling piece and, and kind of like, as I said, like lowering that barrier to entry to photography is very important to be able to reach everyone globally that might not have access to uh, traditional payment platforms. Um, or might be too intimidated uh, to get into stock photography. The, the, the rules around uh, licensing photos is very kind of the language is very convoluted. So the whole industry is very um, kind of old and, and outdated and not really. We wanted to m- make sure we reach millennials and, and, and Gen Z people and people that just globally have technologies like smartphones and are using kind of different ways to tell their story. And that's kind of what this platform is for. And and also being authentic to the story you're telling when you're a photojournalist, you're usually someone parachuting into a community and telling their story. So we want to make sure that people own their narrative. It's very important when you own your narrative and make sure that no one else is owning your narrative for you. So that's where the authenticity piece comes in and the diversity is important here.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, truly it's working because 14,000 photographers and a million photographs is no small feat by any stretch of the imagination. But I love what you mentioned there, just about it, making it more accessible for folks to, to make a fair uh, living for the work that they're doing, for their for their art that they're creating through their photographs. So um, you talked a little bit about why you made the shift to NFTs with that being a key reason. But tell me about, about NFTs. What about it do you find most exciting? What are the most compelling use cases in this space? NFTs...
1: It's a very new medium. I think a lot of us, I, I tread, I tread into it also just kind of looking around and, and feeling it out as a space because it's very young and none of us really know what it's going to evolve into, but the initial potential that I see in it is it, it's it, um, I think it brings a, brings a lot of opportunities to people from the payment aspect uh, because of it's based on crypto so obviously we can reach uh technically you know like theoretically anyone around the world uh that doesn't have access like i said to, to traditional means of payment and the nft piece itself is it's a it's an it's an amazing source of revenue like a new way for people to to be able to monetize their art uh, digitally so kind of claiming the digital rights of their art uh, which has never really been done before with uh, photography I can speak for that Um, I feel like um, the the digital aspect of photography and rights and reselling the resale of the of the rights and making money from resales that to me is exciting and that kind Mm. of and having that on a ledger and, and Keeping a record, owning the rights, like all those aspects are are very important, and we ha- we haven't seen that before in stock photography. Mm-hmm. Usually, when someone you know buys a photo, you you lose track of it. You don't you don't get to see where it's used, who's using mm-hmm. it, who's buying it. So I think the there's so much potential for the artists to make much more of a living off of their photos.
0: Yeah, totally. That's amazing. Yeah, that's truly incredible. And I think uh, you know it's it's a good point there around that kind of recurring revenue through secondary sales, I think is a really, really a game changer, right? Enabling artists, creators, um, even, you know, charities that are making use of NFTs to kind of create that passive revenue source that just was really hard to do before, right? Uh, which is really exciting. So I'm um, going off script a little bit here. I'm, I'm curious as to like the perception you've seen from photographers that you've onboarded into Web3 that are making use of NFTs now, how are they finding it?
1: Yeah, you know, um, most people are excited about NFTs, and I think especially photographers and artists, because they see that, you know, there's not much to lose in in getting into the space. There's a lot Mm -hmm. to gain because you have kind of a new audience to reach, uh, a new source of revenue. So it is very exciting for most people. I do see um some people are hesitant, and some people might be against it, but they're they're a very small minority. And I understand why, because the NFT space and the crypto space has been overrun by a lot of finance people from finance background, not really. I, I see a lot of art that you know isn't great. Um, I feel like most of it that I've seen. Um so I think it's important uh, to kind of be rooted in storytelling. Mm -hmm. And creating good art, creating good photography um, that kind of raises awareness around issues, tells meaningful stories. I think that's very important to stay true to the art forms and like to the stories we're telling. And NFTs is a vehicle. That's that's what it is. It's I don't think it's something I see a lot of scams. I see a lot of people making trying to make a quick buck, trying to use it as growing their assets or or. Uh, something they hope to appreciate, but I see it as much more uh, profound, or at least what it can be, um, but I don't see that represented. So I think it's important for more platforms and more people to exist in the space that want to use it for these purposes.
0: Absolutely, for sure. And, and that's one of the many reasons I really appreciate the work you're doing, right, is that you know there needs to be more of a voice behind the way that this technology can be used for good, not just for you know, how to make a, a quick buck or, you know, from that kind of like investment point of view, right? I think there's some real amazing social impact use cases. Um, so on your website, and you've talked a little bit about this, but I'm curious, you know, thinking a bigger picture here, uh, you mentioned how that you're breaking down barriers and, and bringing access to the world of creativity. Um, so tell me more about how Web3 can help create greater access and equity for creators more broadly.
1: Yeah, Web3 and NFTs bring, I think, access to payments uh, from people everywhere, for people to people everywhere, and access to to audiences as well, to a new audience, a new buyer group of people, um, which is exciting. I think that's, uh, I think with with artists and speci- especially with photographers, in, in our case, in my case, um, people do need. This space has been very saturated um, with traditional buyers, traditional. Uh, you know, companies buying photos, uh, traditional photographer backgrounds, you know, you have to be of a certain profile, you have to have access to gear and all that. So the, the the breaking down barriers piece is it it's really across the board. It's it's reaching new types of photographers, new types of visual storytellers, and from the other side, new types of buyers, new types of, of, of technologies um, that create that access to payments, to to, to licensing of photos, to uh, like we, like what we talked about, the secondary sales piece that's very important. And um, another part of this access that I find fascinating and, and something we're um, launching soon as a feature is the idea of splitting your wallet to be able to share revenue with um, if the photographer wants to give part of their revenue to nonprofits. And um, it's kind of giving back to the community, because if you're taking a photo of a certain issue and you want to raise awareness, then it only makes sense that you would share part of that revenue with um, organizations that are working on solving those issues or addressing those problems. So uh, we're very excited about this piece. And it's it's something that uh, I think is true to what our platform is essentially at its core. It's, uh, it's giving back. It's uh, telling authentic stories from within the community. So I think that's just like the wallet splitting on its own it's it's a very easy way to split revenue and a very a very easy way technologically to do that.
0: Absolutely and a way that it can be verified, right? And then it's all on chain and and transparent which I think is really cool and I love that idea of revenue splitting that NFTs enables where yeah like you said if you're let's say you're you know, uh, taking a picture of, uh, you know, photos in, a, in an area that was hit by a natural disaster or something like that. And then maybe a portion of of the funds from that go towards supporting a, an aid organization that's providing relief or something like that. I think that it's really cool and it just makes things a lot more efficient, transparent, um, and, and can be delivered at a low cost as well, uh, which is really cool. So that's fascinating. Now, before we move on to the next question, we're going to take a break for a brief message. Hi there. Thanks for listening in today. I wanted to take a second to ask for your support to help us grow the show. One of the best ways to do this is to simply subscribe and to give us a rating if the platform allows you to. If you're listening via the Spotify app, you can simply click the star at the top and give us a rating of 1 to 5. Also, we graciously ask for your support with a small contribution through Buy Me a Coffee or by sending a small crypto donation. We run on the support of the community and appreciate all of those so far who have stepped up and helped elevate this movement. Check out the show notes for more details or go to cryptoaltruism.org support us any contribution helps and it really means the world. Anyways, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. So I want to shift a little bit here now. I understand that you have a new photography book um, that's coming out on June 21st, which is uh, really exciting. And and it's called The Year Time Stopped, The Global Pandemic in Photos. So tell me more about this.
1: Yeah, this is our latest uh uh, project we've been working on for two years now. Since uh, a little bit into the pandemic, we're very excited about it. It's a uh, it's a it's a photo book. It's our first photo book that me and my co-founder Christina Hawatme curated as part of Scopio. Uh, it uh, basically features two hundred photos and stories from around the world, told by different communities about the year twenty twenty. Um, so it's kind of uh, showing the pandemic from from the lens of different people and different mm. communities. It uh, fr- kind of, it's split into two parts. Part one is alone, part two is together. So it kind of, it sh- it takes us on a journey from when we felt very isolated collectively mm. during the pandemic to when uh, we all came together to protest a lot of the injustices happening that were uncovered by the pandemic. So it's kind of a beautiful um, journey into that, I feel.
0: Well, that's fascinating. I absolutely love that. And so uh, where could listeners get a hold of a copy of that?
1: Our publisher is HarperCollins, which is great because that means it's available globally in all major mm-hmm. bookstores. You can find it online on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, really anywhere you get your books from. And that's
0: great because I think you know what you're doing at Scopio is that you have some of those elements of that you know, web three and using NFTs, and then also some of those more traditional uh, re- uh, um, publishing methods and kind of melding it uh, and, and featuring a bit of both, which is really cool. So on that note, um, what do you see as the long-term vision for Scopio? Where do you see it? Let's say five years down the road.
1: Um, actually, can I say something about, um, just about the book, one thing about the book uh, and the reason why we decided to publish a book, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're completely an online business, uh, we're, we're into NFTs now, so it's all digital. We've always been this way, but I think it's, it's really important to, have some physical aspect uh, especially with photography and documentary and photojournalism uh, because it's a way to kind of uh, immortalize something and and kind of look back and have people have a physical copy of something that's that's part of history and that's what we wanted for 2020. So so what do you see as a long-term
0: vision for Scopio?
1: For us I, I, I think it's for me it's pretty simple um, i I'd want, I want it to be the source, uh, the main source to tell the story of every community around the world. So I want it to be the platform where people feel like they, you know, visual storytellers can tell their story and own their narrative. And that means, you know, it's scaling to practically to millions and billions of photos and for it to be the basically that I, there's nothing more I can say really about that.
0: For sure. And so I hope you don't mind if I, I go off script here for a second. I just kind of thought of something that I'm really curious to ask you about that I think would be really interesting is that this idea of storytelling, right? I think that obviously when it comes to photography, um, storytelling has always been a, a key component of each photograph telling you know a different unique story. Um, how can NFTs help in terms of giving artists, photographers, creators more agency to and, and different ways to tell these stories. How? What sort of role does NFTs play in all this?
1: NFTs is an enabler. It's a it's an enabler for people to. I think finan- from a financial standpoint, for people to be able to make a living off of their stories and to keep doing what they're doing. So it's um. It fa- it facilitates that. You know, if you're if you're telling your story and you're kind of you're faced with barriers everywhere whether it's uh, in terms of equipment um, you know financial aspect uh, financial access or technological access or platforms or or licensing kind of all those things create barriers so nfts is a way to you know for it's it's just it makes it easier to to get into that space and to tell stories in a uh, in a way that creates access to different audiences as i, as I was mentioning so i feel like it's it's the technology has a lot of potential to enable that.
0: That's awesome. And so um, we've talked a lot about uh, Scopio and obviously we weren't able to cover everything. So how can listeners learn more and follow along?
1: Yeah. So people can visit us at uh, scope.io, scop.io that's our website. We have, you know uh, we're always highlighting stories and, and, Things that issues, trending issues, what's happening um, every month, um, every event. You know, we like to spotlight as mm-hmm. always. Um, people can also follow us on Instagram at Scopio Images or Twitter Scopio Images as well.
0: Awesome, and of course, all that will be in the show notes, including uh, links so you can follow along and uh, so you can follow Noor as well on Twitter, so uh, and Instagram and the various platforms. So, uh, as we wrap things up. Uh, Speaking more broadly, we've talked a little bit, a lot about the uh, overlap between NFTs, Web3, and photography, and, and access and, and diversity for for artists and photographers and creators. What do you think more broadly excites you most about the social impact potential of Web3? What would be one thing that you would say is the most exciting element to you, and why?
1: I think Web3, if it's taken to its fullest potential, broadly speaking, and NFTs and uh, crypto. Um, well, NFTs specifically, they take out the middle person in the whole mm-hmm. process. Uh, they take out the broker for artists. Um, usually brokers take commissions, whether they're platforms, whether they're whatever it is. Um, so it, it NFTs reduces a platform into just taking a fee for its, you know, just taking a platform fee. Um, so in the end, the artist really rakes in the line share and uh, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, so it's truly, truly a democratic technology, and um, I think you know it, it has the potential to reach its its uh, the best version of itself and to, to be the the best for artists and 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 creators and photographers. So I feel like it can give rise to a a bigger class of artists and creators and storytellers by giving them the financial. Um, access and ability to to be able to make make money off of their art.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And that's actually one of my favorite use cases as well. I think that cutting out those intermediaries just in really kind of in any sector is huge. If you look at the charitable sector, you know, cutting out those um charitable payment processors that can take up to 15% cuts or the payment processors or credit cards that can take another, you know, 1 to 3 or so percent, um, it's truly incredible. Um if you look at financial, from a financial inclusion point of view, getting, uh, let's say, universal basic income to those in need, no longer need to go through a bank, which takes its cut, which can you know, take days to weeks. It can now take seconds to minutes. It's really incredible, the power of cutting out uh, those intermediaries. And I think that's something that can't be understated. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. So I've learned so much today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you uh, here and, and learning about your story and learning about Scopio and the great uh, work that you uh, are doing. So for those listening in, definitely make sure to check out their uh, new book that is just about to be released uh, at the time of this recording, which is The Year Time Stops, The Global Pandemic in Photos. And also check out the show notes where we'll have links to the various platforms so that you can follow along and learn more about Scopio. So thank you so much for uh, joining today, Noor. Thank you so much, Drew. It was a pleasure. A huge thank you to Noor for joining today. I'm so inspired by the work she's doing to bring greater equity and accessibility to the creator economy while helping bridge the gap from Web 2 to Web 3 for creators and artists. Scopio is growing at an incredible pace, with over 15,000 photographers being represented on their platform, so make sure to follow their journey by checking out the show notes. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. For more great content exploring the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact, check us out at CryptoAltruism.org. Also, if you love what you heard, we graciously ask that you support the show by buying us a coffee or making a small crypto donation. We run on the support of the community, so everything helps. Thank you so much for joining us today, and I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Until then, let's keep showing the world the good of crypto. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes as they're released and check out CryptoAltruism.org for more inspiring content.